Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glorio Chat, the best anime podcast on the internet. We have uh, somehow managed to put uh, two episodes together back to back in normal time frame for uh, for change. <laughs> so glad to, glad to be back. And uh, we are just in time for the Witcher 2020 anime season. Gotta get it's used a, to saying it's a new 2020. Decade. Which yeah, of these shows we, will be on our top 10 of the decade got, list? Ten gotta make sure now. we remember to write them on our anime checks. Yes, <laughs> yes. We, we, we live in cyberpunk now. It's anime 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I, we, there's probably some cyberpunk delay joke to be made in there, but we'll leave that one alone. Uh, but yeah, so new season, lots of new shows to talk about. We were just discussing that we actually are going to be only talking about new shows on this episode, which is kind of kind of neat. Uh, there's yeah, quite yeah. a bit to go over, and uh, lot to get lot to get into. So let me just get introductions out of the way. I'm Jell, and I'm joined as always by Iro. I'm still here. I'm not dead yet. Uh, not dead yet. Still here, and. Uh, uh-huh. Also joined by G. What's good, y'all? And we have Marlon. Yo. So, uh, yeah. Let's uh, get into the new season. We're actually about two episodes in now. I don't think any episode threes have come out yet, right? Uh, uh, in, uh, in uh, what's the ID in, in, in Vader? Well, well that's because well, it started yeah. with a double. Well, yeah, yeah that's true. Okay. Yeah, because I yes, think uh, we're, we're recording on Saturday, so I yes. think... Uh, Keep your hands off as as Ken comes out tomorrow. That's for yeah, third episode. So but have, yep. basically, we've seen the first episode of everything and the second episode of a couple of things at this point, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I know some of them I didn't get to the second episodes on everything, but we've seen enough for some uh, some of our scolding hot takes here. So. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Let's get started then on the first show on our list: Somali in the Forest Spirit. This is. Uh, fantasy dad anime. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where the, the dad is a uh, forest spirit robot golem thing. And uh, and he doesn't feel emotions. Yes. Except, Except he totally, he totally feels emotions. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a bone to pick with you guys, uh, Jell and Marlin specifically. And, and I guess Zig too. All of you guys who wrote the Somali and the forest spirit first look. Okay. Because I'm not gonna act like that anime is like revelatory or anything, but I hit Control F on that article, and the word background did not come up a single time <laughs> in your post, and uh... I, I did not know I lived with fucking war criminals. <laughs> I, I think I noted it was pretty. I don't know. Uh... Look, my point is like, I mean, this is gonna be a pervasive theme in. This season, I feel like, like based on the shows that have come out so far, but I feel like this is the season of shows with extremely pretty, ba- uh, pretty backgrounds. And yes. Somali and the Forest Spirit is maybe the most exemplary of that. Like, yeah, that first episode, like, yeah, maybe not that n- novel, but as Iro can attest, I feel like every thirty <laughs> minutes, I was like, damn, what a gorgeous background. <laughs> Listen yeah, to that mid-aughts I mean, JRPG music. 
Yes, yes. The music also quite good. I'm very much into it's music right out of like B tier Tales game. Yes, yes. So a I Tales game. Yes, uh, you don't need to say B tier when you talk about the Tales series. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Unquestionably, the presentation is very nice, uh, and the 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 backgrounds are, are gorgeous, as you say. G. The setting is kind of neat, like fantasy. It's a it's a slightly different fantasy setting because it's a lot of like non human people and whatnot it's like undertale jace yeah right. I feel like that's a good descri- a good like comparison yeah like and, and i guess the hook is while it is basically a dad anime where this this uh forest robot guy finds a little girl in the forest and he's trying to bring her to her people i guess is the the hook but the 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 twist is the that humans are kind of in danger because everybody wants to eat them. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so there's mean, a there's a little there's a little there's a little touch of a danger element to it yeah. that you don't necessarily get I, usually get in a dad anime. But so uh, dad's uh, days are numbered. Also, yes, yes, yes. Uh, oh yeah. Guys, if, if, I mean, if, half sorry, of dad stories are about the dad eventually dying, right? I mean, yes, you know, some terminal disease, or in Robo Dad's case, uh, you know, the OP shows that he is already breaking down or something but uh yeah in the second episode they showed that too right i didn't know if you guys had seen the second episode but yes they do confirm he is uh he, his ta- his his days are numbered but i think eros think... bringing up of undertale is actually a pretty good comparison in the sense that like very cutesy sh- like aesthetic but a little bit of a hint of a, a kind of an underlying darkness you know they kind of talk about how like as is natural for human beings, I guess, that once upon a time, the humans and the monsters met, and then the humans were real fucking <laughs> Wow, why do you guys all it. look so weird? And, uh... Right. Started a war and got their shit slapped for it. Yeah. Is, uh, it just seems I... so strange, though, that, like, they eat them. Like, it just seems so... It's such an extra mile that they, they, ha- they eat a sentient creature. Like, it's enough that maybe they, like, went to war and they murdered all the humans. I mean, I, that's obviously not great. Yeah, but, like, the I, idea that they enslave them and eat them is just, like, it doesn't seem to match the tone of, like, oh, I have these happy memories of eating a sentient being. <laughs> <laughs> I like, mean, again, kind of undertale vibes, right? Of like, I guess, yeah. I, you know, I, I'm fine with all, like, conceptually everything in the show. I just didn't feel like the writing was up to... Oh yeah, that's up true. to the task of handling this stuff. Like, there's a lot of info dumping and like. That's fair. It's I... just like, yeah. I, I guess, I guess, my final verdict is it's like it's fine, but like I wasn't like super. Feel like excited about that, yeah. it. I feel like I could say about a lot of shows this season. Which, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of a lot of decent shows this season, but like, am I like, like I probably am not going to keep up with this one personally, but. You know, in other seasons, I might have. I don't know. It's it's fine, but uh, background sure are pretty. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I guess I I guess I, uh, I I I don't disagree, but I guess for me, I don't mind having a uh, some a, an inoffensive show with pretty backgrounds. You know, this season, and maybe that's because I'm not really keeping on keeping tabs on the other shows that are kind of similar this season. But for me, uh, Somali is uh, it's working for me. And I guess almost like because in the second episode they pretty much don't touch on the darkness at all. Like you know, there's oh, dad's gonna die, but like that's I don't think that's really dark. It's just kind of 
the, the way to motivate the story. Right. I, I almost w- would kind of like it more if it got darker, because it kind of would make I... me think of uh, Humanity has Declined. Or has to oh, yeah. like, I don't that was another show with very beautiful backgrounds. Let's bust out the swearing chickens. Shows. <laughs> right. I, uh, humanity has declined was hilarious, though. Yeah. yeah. I think that was a comedy more, but I, I get what you're uh, saying, Marlon. True. I, it was I a, get, like a dark comedy. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I've, I've only read a few chapters of the manga because, you know, like. I, this is not like what this is not a manga I was personally that familiar with. Like before the anime got announced, basically the only thing I knew about Somali was oh, it's that manga with the really pretty bre- uh, backgrounds. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, my understanding based on what people are saying is that it does get darker. Uh, I don't, I can't speak to like how well that's handled or how it's executed, but people do say that, like. I have heard people say along the lines of, like, yeah, it starts out kind of like this, but, like, once they start, like, introducing more more characters and kind of, you know... Once they, gonna... get, once they get to the town that circles a giant hole called the Abyss. <laughs> yeah, yes. I was gonna say. <laughs> sure, sure. Is that, yeah. the kind of, uh, is that the kind of twist we should be anticipating? I don't know. I, I couldn't say, but I, I, did, I just, I do hear people say that, yes, it does start to get a little bit more serious and a little bit more dramatic right. but I well, I couldn't tell you the details so when 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 I when I hear you guys come back and say oh my god episode 8 <laughs> uh, yes yes then then maybe right. I'll jump maybe I'll jump back in but yeah. <laughs> for now well you know we'll see Look, how that man, goes man that robot's got a really creepy ominous eye in his head like <laughs> he that thing shoots a laser starts. that thing better shoot a laser yes as you <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, let's move on to our next show then. Uh, let's talk about Magia Record, which is a Monica Magica side story. What a based, better way to start the decade than with based a Monica on, uh, spinoff. Based on the uh, the mobile game of the same name. Uh, right, sure. I, I described this show as the anime equivalent of Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. I have not seen that movie yet, but... Which is probably a little harsh because this is at least competently written. But um, <laughs> this, like, this seems to just be like, let's take the mythos of how magical girls and stuff work in Madoka and have a story about these other people unrelated to like the meta plot of Madoka. I mean, the issue, yeah. or maybe you can, you can, you know, maybe I'm jumping the gun here, but I feel like the issue with that that premise alone is like. Lore was never the important part of Madoka, right? I would like agree. It, it was, ne- you know, it's similar to like, you know, maybe our concerns with Fate Go, right? It's or, or uh-huh. maybe it differs from Fate Go in that regard. Is like lore and background and world building were never the parts of Madoka that I was like, I was like, oh man, I need to see another like entry in the franchise that explores this aspect. Right. Like the thing about Madoka that was appealing was the character pathos and mm-hmm. the drama and. Yes, you, all you know, things things are true. The interpersonal yes. tragedy of the characters more than it, it was a very tightly told, contained story that needed no extra. Right. So, the idea of a Madoka spinoff that's like, and now we're going to explore the <laughs> the, is, the is lore like a prequel? of Madoka. <laughs> like, like no, are these... well, so so then is this like in the post Gaiden? Wish timeline, like I'm no, there are witches. To... There are witches. There's a baby Cubay. Oh. Yeah, they're not really uh... clear on time, but time is relative in the Monica universe. Yeah, I guess. Uh, 
because basically the 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 core of the plot is that there's these rumors going on at the, that if you go to the original <laughs> city where where the original series right. took place that you know you can be saved and no longer have to be a magical girl and or they something. They say this about 30 times in the first episode. Right. How oh, really? So th- there is some, there's I, you know, I don't know what they're going for exactly, but some connection to the original series. Yeah, I, so. I think, I think mm. when I was when I was making my Rise of Skywalker comparison, it does feel like this is just clinging desperately to its source material without right. making any effort to mm. be its own story or anything. Like they're they're literally copying the visuals and the music. Everything looks like, especially the. You could have at least made some new music. I mean, <laughs> oh, oh man, they're Europe? using old music. It, no, yeah, it's, it's, it's literally not, the yeah. same. It's not her doing the new tracks, but they use some stock tracks. Uh, yeah, okay, sure. It's like, yeah, it's like everything. They're like trying to do like everything exactly the same as the original series, just with new characters or yeah, whatever. I believe and the we, director or like the main staff in charge of the show are the people who did the like witch sequences from the original. Okay, hmm. sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, that's so. Well, that's so, like, from a technical perspective, yeah, it does. It does look like it looks nice and sounds nice and everything. It looks and sounds right. like Monica when it's uh, like, at its best. You still have like crazy shaft architecture on everything. Yeah. Right. Is Shinbo directing this? No, no. It is no. Shaft, but he's not personally involved with it, from huh. what I understand. So, I mean, I guess we keep talking around this, but like, what's? I mean. I guess the the question I have then is, does this feel like a thing that needs to exist? Like, does it work? Like, no. Does it? It's <laughs> it's it's um, it's it's something that is milking the cash cow. Personally, from what I, uh-huh. I mean, you it, said it was based off a mobile game, so that already yes. Kinda... <laughs> I don't right. I don't think right. this. I don't think the the anime. I don't think the anime would exist without the mobile game. Right. But then the mobile game is just by extension milking the cash cow i mean i guess what i'm really saying is this just another extension of like the inevitable magical girl style milking of madoka that happened after the original tv series like that never really stopped (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) like like the fate of like despite madoka trying to be its own take on magical girls its eventual financial and commercial fate was the same as every other magical girl show pretty much yeah Maybe even more so. So, yeah. Anyway, that's probably more time than we need to devote on this uh-huh. show. Unless you're a total Monica junkie, which I don't know if anybody still is uh, in I mean, 2020. Those, those, those people exist. Ouch, throwing shade. Jesus. I don't yeah. know. What? I thought. It's, um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I and, and again, there was nothing. I don't think there's anything particularly wrong with it. It's just, it doesn't, like, do anything for sure. me it doesn't capture any uh-huh, of the uh-huh. original magic or anything uh-huh. i know this feeling very well so. <laughs> <laughs> all right well tell me more about this next show on the list because yeah, i don't yeah, know let's... anything but i see the title and i'm like tell me more yes so let's talk about i you know i kind of threw all these lists these uh shows randomly on our show notes and yeah. as it turned out i think the next block of shows is all going to be weird comedy stuff uh-huh, but uh, uh-huh. we'll we'll kick it off with Oda Cinnamon Nobunaga, which is uh, what if uh, to make up for his past sins, uh, Oda Nobunaga was reincarnated as a, a, a Shiba Inu dog uh, in, okay. in okay. present day Japan. Is it named Cinnamon? Is that the thing? Is that the his joke? name is Cinnamon. Yes. <laughs> what if the show is Oda Cinnamon Nobunaga? 
yeah. Well, that... I, I guess I guess apparently anime creators got tired of turning him into a girl, so now he's a cute dog. <laughs> yeah. Sure. What, what, if, what if the dog had a gun? Yeah, what if the dog had a gun? <laughs> he, he doesn't have a gun yet, unfortunately. But uh, oh, man, they basically basically if the one joke gun is won't do then two, and if two <laughs> won't do then four. Four. So basically, basically the joke is like he literally has transferred his consciousness, so he still remembers being Odu Nobunaga, so but he's, he's now in the body uh, of a dog. It's time to so Japan. is the inevitable joke then that other dogs start showing up that are also the incarnations of yes. famous Senko oh, heroes? It's Mitsuhide yes. there, is... Yeah, everybody, all the all the big names are there, or will be there eventually. Sure, sure. Uh, the, the, the best one is... Uh, uh, Date Masamune's. Does he have uh, an eye patch? He had. He's he's like a bulldog with a black spot over his eye. Yes. <laughs> oh, fine. Um, Close enough. Yeah. So, um, this was. Uh, I mean, I just watched it because I wanted to see Oda Nobunaga as a cute dog. Sure. All right. Now, the- <laughs> when it delivered. Yeah. And uh, not much else. The joke got stale pretty quick. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh-huh. be honest with me here, Gel. Does this? <laughs> do you think this show lasts? Like, is this gonna? No, be... it's not going to. Okay, so this is just one of those shows where, like, at the end of the year, somebody offhand says, "Hey, remember that show where Nobunaga was a dog?" Oh yeah, I watched yeah. like two episodes of it. Basically, mm-hmm. the because uh, I think Chris watched it as well, and basically the conclusion we both came to was. They should have uh, done what they did in the ED and the episode previews and make an actual live action. Oh man! Uh, version. Yeah. Oh man, with real dogs. Yeah. So like oh. the ED and the episode previews, they got real dogs that look like the the the, the dogs uh, in the show. That's pretty good. You know that would be so much harder to do. <laughs> and uh, so so they have so they what? have them in, like walking around in the ED and then they, they they do a little skit at the end for the episode preview. Oh, yeah. Well, Mar- Marley, you want them to just like Beverly Hills Chihuahua this? <laughs> I mean, they don't have the budget for that CG, man. <laughs> have you seen the Japanese? Oh, CG I don't. I don't movies? think they. They don't make their mouths move. They just put subtitles on. Oh, them. I don't need the mouths to move. <laughs> yeah. like they could just they could just dub right over the dogs. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, my yeah, actual okay. dogs are just. They basically just have the dogs come in the room and then just dub over there. Sure. Uh-huh. Gotcha. There. So maybe that would have been the more fun course of action. Uh-huh. Like. So, but uh, anyway, it was kind of fun. Uh, yeah. but I mean, that's, I, don't know that, I feel I would... like is this a full length show? It is. Jesus, oh, so wait, I feel it like is. Thing, oh, I, I feel like this would be the premise of like an eight minute short. Like as an eight yeah, minute short, I would think I'd this be would like, be like okay, a three minute short. Like you could probably <laughs> you could probably make up enough jokes in eight minutes to like last that week to week, uh-huh. but like full. Yeah, length. that probably that probably would have been the better course of action instead of just you know burning their entire payload in the episode one. But, yeah, uh, nobody's wanted to go do a good uh, short comedy since that mermaid show. Honestly, oh, there's 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 surely Skull been Facebook seller was some great. of them in there. Yeah, yeah, the skeleton Facebook? one. Skull, uh, oh right, Skull, Skull right. Facebook seller man, Honda yeah. Sonic. Yeah, that was all right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's keep the comedy march going. Tell then. me about this isekai show, Gel. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna like, try to I, say like that. I instantly, go, like my eyes glazed over when I saw the title because I could oh, yeah. tell it was isekai. Yeah, All right, I'm gonna try. Though. I'm gonna try and read the Japanese title first. Uh-huh, which uh-huh, is... uh-huh. All right, here we go. Uh, Drum roll. Itaino wa ya nano de. <laughs> I can't. Oh my god, he's it's already so long. cracking up halfway through. Oh man, you're bo- not even trying. Bogu Rokyu ni Kyokyu Furi Shitai to 
Boivas, or uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. as it's been localized, uh, our one bo- Japanese viewer is scandalized. <laughs> yeah, I, I apologize for butchering the Japanese trying. language. Uh, as it's been localized, Bofuri, I don't want to get hurt, so I'll max out my defense. Uh huh. <laughs> the like so current trend of Shield Hero adjacent. I'm the tank in the party. That's why I'm special. But well, secretly, I'm also the best. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I, I, I wanted to watch a trash show this season just to balance things out and say I watched some garbage this season. <laughs> and um, this turned out okay. <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, yes, but you're also you're also the like Shinonuma Silverlink apologist here. Well, well <laughs> no. So, all right, I'll explain. So, first of all, I don't think Shinonuma actually did this, but it He's is the director. It, did he actually direct it? Uh, I thought I checked this, but I don't know. I could be wrong. He's Either way, the directing actually isn't really that important. Um, the <laughs> I I, tr- I picked this one because uh, I thought it was I I'm trying to see if there's some kind of trend here going on with female main characters in isekai shows. Uh-huh. Hmm. But uh, this turns out to be just like, and you know, I'm not denying that it's isekai, but it is a, it's a, it's a video game. She's playing a video game. The, 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 the premise is that uh, she moved and can't hang out with her friend as much. So her friend who is a gamer sends her the copy of the hot, hot new MMO, which is, uh-huh. I'm pretty sure it's just Sword Art Online. Sure. But, yeah. uh, do you, but it has like the headset. Game? Do you die in real life? No, but it has like the, the VR headset and everything. Uh. And um, so... And it's it's not bad. Like there's no. It's like completely harmless. It's basically more of like a. It's just like her and her friend having fun playing video games, and also like if you, like I, unless you enjoy video playing MMOs and video games, you probably won't care. But I thought it was just kind of fun, like watching her figure out how to min max her defense stat. And sure, like, sure. It's kind uh, of like uh, MMO junkie. Doing doing things kind of like uh, using the invulnerability frames from her healing potion to block the boss and stuff like that, uh-huh. <laughs> like dumb <laughs> stuff like that. Sure. And there's no there's kind of no potion like gives you iframes. I you know when you when when your life bar is going up. No, this sounds it can't like go a, down. No, no, this sounds like a fucking baby game. I've me. been hit too many times like... using my healing class. <laughs> yeah, I would say like as somebody who plays a lot of like of the Dark Souls games and Monster no, Hunter. No, let me it's tell an you, MMO. Any, it's not an action. Any, it's not any, an action game. Any fucking video game that lets you that that, that makes you invulnerable while you heal. That's some that's some baby shit. That's some kindergarten <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, but um, so I mean, it was basically. Like I said, it's just it's kind of a fun show with her and her friend like trying to figure out how to break the video game. Sure. And <laughs> instead of like, you know, power fantasy slave apology uh-huh, stuff. Uh-huh, By the uh-huh. way, these are the standards we hold ourselves. Uh, but but our standards have gone so low. I mean, right. I, I, I thought it was funny because I mean, and you know, here we here at the Glowder blog always take any opportunity to dunk on Shield Hero, but uh-huh, uh-huh. this is literally the same concept. <laughs> Just... And I, I, I thought it was funny because, like, in that show, when the main guy is like designated the shield hero, it's like supposed to be like humiliating and like demasculating and all that stuff like that. That oh, he's got to use the shield and he's not, you know, Mister, you know, Mister DPS big, over here, Mister Big Dick Spear guy or whatever, right? <laughs> and and in this show, she's actually like, 
she like chooses to pick the shield and is actually having a blast with it and everything and like everybody actually looks up to her i mean that uh, sounds like it sounds like this writer actually understands mmos better than the, <laughs> shield the tanks are yeah and like, like um yeah. when, she, when when she's going out to to fight the like the first monster thing basically is this bunny that dies by banging its head against her stomach and she's like you know you know, how do you like my rock hard abs? You know, that <laughs> sure, kind sure, of uh, sure, sure, stuff. Sure. So, anyway, so she actually, I, have rock hard abs. They well, they don't show. They show <laughs> False it, <no>. advertising. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they, don't, they don't really show much skin at all. Like it's not. It's like like I said, it's completely harmless. Why but, are you uh, how close to Shielders from FGO's outfit? Is her outfit? It is actually pretty close <laughs> to Shielder's outfit. Huh. Yeah, I've been... Just they, they don't shove the camera up her ass oh, every I was going to say, uh-huh. she got a little butt window, too. <laughs> well, they don't actually put the camera in that direction, uh, which is the big difference, I guess. But she uh, does, okay. like, a... She gets, like, this poison armor thing. Oh, sure. That's, like, all purple with a giant shield. So, sure. yes, she does look like off-brand uh, Shielder from Fate Go, but... I, th- I thought it was a pretty fun show. I mean, purple is the sure. color of shields. Just look at Destiny. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, uh, purple this, the is pur- shield color. Pur- purple, purple Titans got the shield, right? That's... Uh-huh. Yes. Yep. So it's, it's true. They got the Captain America shield. So hey, fuck you, Ward of Dawn. <laughs> I, remember, I remember the old. Well, days. you can do both now oh, if fine. you're if you're that class, but we don't need to go off on a Destiny tangent. <laughs> All right, but so Jell, tell me, is this a is this a keeper for you? Then you're gonna stick with this a few more. Episodes? I I watched the first two episodes and it was pretty yeah. fun. So right. so you would know. you would you put this above or below uh, your mom and her two hit multi attacks or whatever? <laughs> oh yeah, I would put this above the mom show. Okay, and, wow. okay, it's, okay. It's, it's high praise, high, high praise. praise. And, yeah. and I, I did yeah. I did watch. The, the full mom show, but probably for different reasons. So, <laughs> oh, Don uh, Barry, can this can yes. I, <laughs> look? We all have our word now. We, we every, have... look. I think every every guy has his own personal Don Barry, and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> can the shield block two hit multi target attacks? <laughs> yeah, the shields can block literally everything. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay, but and it's and, and again, it's like even though she's she gets stupidly overpowered, like it's actually just kind of funny and not like. Oh, look how cool she is that so, she can, so, you So know... it's played for laughs more than as a power fantasy. Is. Right. It's, and, a, it's like a regard, fun thing. Yeah, yeah, I can appreciate that, right? Because it's sort of the One Punch Man appeal. Like, nobody nobody gets annoyed that One Punch Man is too powerful because that's the joke. Right. You know, if you played it straight, that's when it gets groan-worthy. Right. When, you, when it's supposed to be, like, you know, power fantasy, revenge fantasy, incel porn stuff. Which is why right. everything after Everyone Punch Man season one is not as good. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyway, let's move along. What is good is to... this next show. Oh, yes. What uh, a lot of people are declaring the best show of the season. Yuasa does it again. Yes, <laughs> seriously. P- Ping Pong was was anime of the decade, last decade, and, and Keep Your Hands Off Azoken will be anime of the next decade. It's simple. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, as oh. G has mentioned, Keep Your Hands Off Azoken, the uh, the latest from uh, Yuasa. Uh, if we want to talk about Season of Gorgeous Backgrounds. Yes, uh, yes. Azoken is definitely the other big contender here. There, yes, this and the next show will also be in there. But yeah. the uh, this show's pretty great. I like um, it a lot. I like yeah. it a lot. Yeah, I'm surprised. Very charming. I, I'm surprised that some of you guys actually like it because I feel like a lot of you guys were kind of more cool on Shirobako, and I feel like I'm enjoying Azoken for very similar reasons that I enjoyed Shirobako. 
I'd say I'm still not quite enjoying it just for the, like, nerding about anime kind of stuff, but just, like, it, there's something very refreshing about how earnest they are about everything. And I think the characters really play off each other well, so yeah. when they do comedy I, I, scenes, I, yeah. I, I think they do well. That's a good point. Like, kind of, even devoid of the subject matter, I think the main characters are very charming. Yeah. And this is definitely a much... Uh, more, much more of a visual spectacle than Shirobako was. Yeah. As far as uh, you know, you've got your your like imagine imagination sequences. Oh right, yeah. Yeah. like I, mean, I right. I I really love the imagination sequences. Like we talked about this a bit already, you know, on our own. But just like when they have their imagination sequence and the backgrounds turn into the like kind of hastily sketched. Uh-huh. Like backgrounds that are like you know, right. like, it, it feels very half colored like, and right, half colored, like you know, kind of just in the heat of the moment. It's like I'm a little bit biased here, you know. For those listening who don't know, I am, you know, I could say I I am a concept artist. Uh, trade, I am a yeah. professional illustrator by trade, mm-hmm. and uh, it feels so cool to be able to say that, not ironically now. But anyways, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, it's just. Azokan really, what it really nails is the joy of creation. Like, the the way uh, Asakusa and, I'm sorry, the, the normal girl, what's her name? <laughs> uh, the model? Oh, uh, yeah, I keep forgetting her name. Like, like, I remember Asakusa and Katamori because they're like the weirdo gremlin people, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't remember the, the normal girl. It just, you know, like, but when they're talking uh, about creating Mizusaki. and drawing and, uh, what, what's her name? Mizusaki. Mizuzaki? Yeah. Okay, so when Mizuzaki and, and Asakusa, who are two, the, the, the like two creatives in the group, right, are like talking about making stuff, I feel like it really nails like the joy of creation. And, and I think maybe not just mm-hmm. for art, but I think just like the, the holistic act of creation itself. Like there's a really great bit in the first episode, in both episodes, in the first episode where, you know, Asakusa's like, you know, sketching like a, a little like drone robot thing and then you know, they're talking about, well, what does it do? And it's like, well, it kind of looks like a construction robot. Maybe it <laughs> put does safe, this. Put safety or... lines here. Yeah, now it looks right. more construction-y. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. right. Put up safety lines here and, and hanging crane. Now it's a construction thing. It's like, that's so much what art is. It's so much about communicating, like, intent and story. You know, there's there's that great bit in the second episode where she's, like, you know, showing off her, like, rotor jetpack thing. And, like... Katamori's instantly like that's not how torque works like that's <laughs> right. not physically capable yeah, and like and, and 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 Asakusa's like uh, uh, well actually uh, there's a there's there's a there's a thing that turns in reverse see it does this it's like that's the most like artist just like bullshitting thing of like it's <laughs> right. not realistic at all it's not physically believable in the slightest but like it's mm-hmm. the little things that creators do to to make their worlds feel more lived in to feel more like, it doesn't need to be realistic. It just needs to be believable. Like, that's... Right. And, and and just how much, like... Just how fun it is to imagine these sorts of things. It's, all the, uh... When all, all of the sound effects go acapella... Right, when they're acapella, yeah, during the... Very uh, good. Yes, yes. It's, 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 it's a really charming show. I'm really liking it a lot. You know, I feel like... I trust... Like, you... The number of directors I, like, would like, wholeheartedly trust, like, No Strings Attached is a pretty short list, but Yuasa is one of them, but even then, I feel like it is very easy to... 
I feel like it is very easy to mess up a work that is about creating work, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. If you write, Definitely, if you if you yeah. like, you imagine like a Hollywood movie about making a Hollywood movie, or a book about writing a book, or in this case, an anime about making an anime. I feel it's very easy to get like real self indulgent. Uh, yeah. Self indulgent, and and I do understand why some people accuse Shirobako of that. I don't think it is, but I I do get why people say that. But I think Azoken, like it's. It's so charming. Like the characters are so charming. The the setting is like the weird, like the weird bizarro world they live in. Like the teacher's lounge is like in the bottom of an empty pool that's been renovated into an office. Wait, like, it, is that really how it was? I, yeah, did you, did you see it? I didn't crazy realize. Look that. Dude, go back to episode two. They're in a pool. Like the teacher's <laughs> lounge is just a is just a, is just a drained like swimming pool. <laughs> we cut this door into the side. <laughs> it looks like a door carved into the side of the fucking wall. It's so good. <laughs> like it's yeah, like I mean just this bizarre nightmarish like, but right. really charming uh, setting. I mean, I would um, <laughs> I would argue the the bit in episode two where they find all the old anime club equipment oh, is more man. is more self indulgent than anything that happened <laughs> yes, to Shirobako. Yes. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, uh, there, yeah. still, there I, was that joy to Eve in it that I. I, I am a person who enjoys seeing how the sausage is made. So it's yeah. like, ah, uh, yes, yeah, so show me this old table I mean, and how I it was, works. I I got a real kick out of that scene just because I was like, oh wow, this is like old school shit. Like this is like. Anime's this not been like made maybe, this way for decades. Right. Like the, the the camera pane setup thing, like that's like like that's that's even almost before Miyazaki's time. Like that's like really? right around I mean, because you know, even I'd say it's right around Miyazaki's time, but you know, by the peak of his career, they'd already moved on to like far more advanced cameras. Like mm-hmm. like that 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 setup they had in that clubhouse is like really bulky. That's like from like that's some old school shit. Like even by the eighties and nineties, they'd already moved on to like I'm getting too into the weeds here. My point is, like, <laughs> it's really cool, the the stuff they show. And, like, that part in that second episode where they're, like, talking about, like, like it reminds me of why I love animation so much. Like, they're talking, they, they look at that scene of the windmill, right? And they're, like, yeah. it's spinning, but, like, how come it doesn't feel right? And it's, like, they talk about, like, the timing of the frames. And even then, after that, it still doesn't quite come together. And, like, they... The idea that, oh, right, animation is, like, all about action and reaction, right? It is all about implied effect, cause and effect. And, like, you know, her time I looked at the butt, you know, like, animation is this beautiful thing where, like, you draw a couple lines to apply wind, and all of a sudden, it works. And mm. then, like, at the very end, in the in the real world of the anime, you, you see the thing spinning, and you see Asakusa's, like, principles in effect in the show, it like, in the... In 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 the world itself is 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 really neat. It's you you can tell. I mean, you probably hear my voice. This is a show that is <laughs> made by creators for creators. It's 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 really lovely. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and and you know, I I wrote about some of my you know personal aversion to this type of topic and whatnot. Like, I feel like I'd prefer to have use this use their talents in the medium to like explore other things like i i i'm interested in animation i'd love to like watch a documentary on it or something but like i feel like when you have this space to do something i'd prefer it go somewhere else but even with that said you know there's so much charm and enthusiasm and i love the characters and the setting is amazing um 
<laughs> I, I was thinking of just like even small moments, and I don't know if this goes credit to you, Yuasa, whoever was directing episodes or whatever. But, like, for some reason, it stood out to me like when they're when they go to the laundromat and like how um oh, I can't remember the girls. I can't remember all the girls' name. One of them has to like hold the washing machine down. Oh <laughs> yeah, when uh, yeah. when. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the world is so, like... Um, it's very lived-in feel. Yeah, yeah. very lived-in. Like, you can, like, feel the... Yeah, I... The... <laughs> you can feel the, the wear and tear right, and on, that's, the, on the setting. Yeah, it's... It kind of, like, to go back to what I was saying earlier about, like, the, the like what creators... Like, the best creators make a world feel believable is that the best creators think about stuff like that. You know, like... We bring them up all the time, but, like, the thing that, like, you know, Gundam creator Yoshiyuki Tomino does really well <laughs> is, like... He thinks about, like, the... like. Because animation is such a deliberate genre, right? It's not like acting where like an actor can like uh, improvise an action out of nowhere. In animation, you have to you have to like plan every single gesture, every little little action. And so, I feel like it's even more special in animation when Somebody, a like, director remembers, yeah, when a character like slips or they try to catch something and they miss it the first time because it, it, those are just little things you usually don't think about. I think that uh, um, Ken does that really well. It it really, it, it's a show about peop, creators who care deeply about the believability of their work, made by care, by creators who care deeply about the believability of their work. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. like embracing imperfection yeah. and things like that. Yeah, yeah. it's... Uh, yeah, I mean, so... I, I, go ahead, I'm sorry. I uh, One thing I did find kind of weird is that it, it has, like, the best... Like fifteen or twenty seconds starting of an OP that we've, <laughs> I've seen in a while, but then like it just it seems like it runs out of steam right after that moment because like most of it is just reused animation. Yeah, I. But that, I mean, it seems Marlin, like it could be do, more. Do you remember? Do you remember when Ping Pong was first airing? Um, kind of. Do you of. remember like the first three, four? Okay, so if you don't remember, the first three or four episodes of Ping Pong actually didn't have the full OP. It was a it was a similar deal. Like the song was there, but like hmm. the an, the animation for the OP was literally not finished until episode four or five. Oh, so like huh. they just used a bunch of reused footage until mm-hmm. about like midway through, and then they're like, okay, here's the real version of the OP. Like, yeah, I forgot so, about that. So you think not, something similar might happen here? I'm not I'm not saying that necessarily does happen with Azoken, but. It would not be the first time Yuasa has gotten so deeply invested in a work that he forgot to finish the OP before the show started airing. So uh, could, you could always watch the uh, the wild uh, live action full video for it. Yeah, it's a good song. Like it's super catchy. Oh yeah, I, easy breezy baby. Yeah, I, 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 that's the other thing I'll say. This this season is the season of good backgrounds and very good OP and EDs. Like. You know, we'll get into this a little bit later, but there are some shows this season with some real bangers. Yeah, mm-hmm. in, in general, like all the shows I've watched anyway have looked like looked and sounded pretty good. Like technical quality has been pretty good, high across yeah. the board. Yeah, it's it's interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, well, one more show to add to the background list is uh, the unfortunately named Toilet Bound Hanako Kun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which uh, is probably my personal favorite show of the season. Uh, as the, I have finally, you know, I will gladly admit this is my type of show. Just and embrace I like I that <laughs> this I, is your brand I have, of bullshit. I, I feel like we haven't gotten one of these in a while. so It definitely <laughs> uh, seems to run the, like, Gel Marlin 
weird comedy axis. It's a, it's kind of a weird kind of dark comedy, but with some heart to it. And uh, also, let's mm-hmm. be real, there will probably be a romance angle like halfway through. Like, let's. Not I mean, it's ourselves. already starting. To be honest, yeah, there's, so, yeah, there, there's a little bit. Of, yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely in there. Um, so. You know, we already mentioned the art. This has like the first thing everybody notices when they watch this. This is a very distinct art style to it. Yeah, um, like Penny and Stocking and Jace looking show. Yes, there's a yeah. lot of uh, yeah, definitely with the character proportions. Yeah, the character proportions are kind of similar. A lot of bold lines and interesting color choices that are very bright and colorful, but still also slightly creepy. That's kind of the vibe they're going for. Mm-hmm. There's a there's kind of a slight horror element to it because the the hook of the show is that they're kind of playing into you know japanese schoolyard urban legends and folklore and whatnot and the main girl is seeking out hanako-san who apparently if you you know go to a certain stall in the girl's bathroom will grant you a wish mm-hmm. and uh things kind of go downhill from there it's just a, it's a, like that's like a super famous urban legend isn't it I I, so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure all the ones in the show are some kind of you know fairly famous. Uh, like later on, they meet the the <laughs> the the Japanese mermaid, which is a lot different than our concept of a mermaid. But right. uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. which I've I've heard that I've heard that uh, legend before too. That, that with the scales and whatnot. But, oh, really? Um, huh. yeah. yeah, I I have heard of that part. Yes. But uh, I I I do think. What I like about the show, you know, the the differences between this and maybe your typical school comedy are probably subtle, but you know, aside from the looks, obviously are are pretty unique. But I do like the 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 main two characters a lot. I think the main girl, um, her appearance, at least for me, made me think she was going to be a certain type of character, like more of the you know shy, meek type of character doesn't doesn't stick up for themselves and so far in the first two episodes she hasn't really been that type of character and i kind of i feel like they've written uh hanako pretty well in that he even though he looks like a little boy he's actually like the way he talks and everything is very much like a an older person because he's, he's actually some... 1000 years old <laughs> oh yeah he's at least or, a couple decades or, or at least a couple <laughs> decades old because i think he he's wearing some kind of like uh Old, uh, yes, yes. I just yeah. mean leading into the looks like a child, but is uh-huh. right, but <laughs> mentally but it's, it's, legal. It's your uh, classic dusk maiden situation, yes. <laughs> right? But the, the way, like the way he talks and acts, and like his level of, uh, you know, I guess, um, I don't know if I necessarily say maturity, but the way he can figure out that you know this girl isn't really in love with this guy. Or, you know, in right. episode two, there's another guy that's using it. Like, those aren't necessarily things that a, a kid that age is going to really pick up on. Uh, they're probably going to be a meathead like the, the Exorcist character guy that gets introduced in episode two. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I think, I think uh, it's pretty well written as far as um, the relationship between the main two characters. And, you know, that core of it is what makes it good to me. I am kind of wish and I'm concerned that that's not going to stay the focus or at least enough. Um, yeah. I am kind like, of wondering. They're kind of injecting this monster of the week type of 
thing into it. Right. Where, where you know, we're probably going to have to fight a different, uh, what, I guess they call them wonders for the different, like, uh, urban legend things creeping around the school or whatever. And, uh, like I said, they introduced in episode two a, a, a like, rival exorcist guy, which I'm not wild about. Like, I, I would have preferred this as more of, like, a focus on the main two characters kind of experiencing normal life in sure, very but weird circumstances type of show. Jill, I mean, don't we always talk about how these shows live and die by their supporting cast? I mean, we I were mean, literally talking about Kaguya the other day, right? So. Yeah, that's true. Well, uh, y- Yamada-kun was able to work even though it was kind of a monster, well, you know, witch of the week kind of deal. I mean, it, it's uh, not impossible. I don't know if you're remembering how badly that show collapsed in the end. <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't... Because they, for- they had to rush in the other seven witches. In the I thought it was more of a pacing problem than anything, though, right? <laughs> like, if they... Well, I mean, that 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 could happen here, though. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, like, that's true. If they have to check all the checkboxes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. We'll We'll see as far yeah. as whether they can keep it up. But I really did enjoy the first two episodes a lot. Um, and, uh, you know, I hope they can keep it up. Sure, sure. I mean, I don't, I was going to rain on your parade, but I, I gotta be honest, man. I watched the first episode of this and like, I guess for me, this is what, this was the, this was what Somali was to you where I was watching. I was like, this is a really nice looking show, but I, you know, I mean, I just got to admit, right. This genre usually doesn't really do it for me. You know, like, like it, it takes a Kaguya-sama of like, Oh, this is like a legitimately like really great comedy, irregardless of of the character drama and the romance. But I feel like for me, the jokes didn't really land with me, at least in the first episode. I don't know about the second, but uh, yeah, I think I think uh, with something like Kagi is more going directly for the gags, whereas this is kind of a I don't know, more of an all-round type of uh, yeah, that's maybe romantic comedy it. type of thing. I, yeah, I mean, I it, it, I would definitely call it a romantic comedy. I don't think there's any... I don't think there's any it seems to at least be angling there. towards that. I yeah. do wonder, yeah, what the exorcist is going to... how he's going to factor into it, because he's very prominent in the opening, which would seem to imply that he's like... I, love yeah. triangle, right? Isn't that usually the way this shit goes? I mean... Yeah, yeah. I... I Unfortunately, that's probably the direction they're going to go, and maybe my opinion is going to go south after another episode or two. I don't know. But for now, I really loved it. Okay, and well, hopefully I'm, it keeps it up then. I am glad I finally got one of my kind of shows. I can't even remember the last one. Uh, yeah. last that show time. that was so thoroughly on your specific brand of bullshit. <laughs> yes, it's been, a, it's been a while. So. Yeah, like Tadakun is listless or something like that. <laughs> I th- well... I would, I would, I guess I would kind of include Kaguya-sama in there, but that yeah. was a year ago, so right. I don't know. All right, I guess fun time is over, so let's get on to some of the uh, other shows we have on our list. Oh, it's not like the rest of these shows are bad or anything. <laughs> no, I'm not saying they're bad, but they're not comedies. We had like no, a block of like no. comedy shows <laughs> yes. there. Um, okay, so. ID Invaded Let's is the only show I didn't watch on this list. Nice. It's like, I think. It's like it invaded, I think. Or yes. is it it invaded? It's it actually, that, that would actually make a lot more sense. Well, okay, so the way Iro and I have described this anime is basically <laughs> we would rather play 
the B tier Uchikoshi adjacent video game version of this anime. <laughs> right. <laughs> Here's the thing: the premise of this anime, I'm super into. It's, yeah. It's what is what is the premise? Um, Basically, yeah. Hero, you go ahead. All right. Um, people, we have uh, developed technology that allows us to basically pick up the brainwaves of killers uh, at the scene of the crime and create something called idwells. And they're called... And by the way, the, the particles they pick up are called, like, what was it, cognitive Cognition particles? Cognition particles. Cognition yeah. particles. Uh, and so they can send people into this simulation idwell of, like, created of the psyche of the killer and use that to track down information yeah. that can be used to capture uh, the killer. Right, it's it's kind of neat. It's a it's a neat premise where like they're not jumping into the like the actual mind of of the care of of the killer, but like they are putting together like a a patchwork of like their consciousness based on like their behavior and where they've been active, and so like it ends up in these situations where they it creates like these really surreal landscapes, right? Like in the first episode, like all the like. Terrain is like split up and floating in like this kind of void space. Uh-huh. Right, that was really cool. But, uh, is this like a like an action show? It's like a psychological, uh, it's like a thriller mystery show. Yeah, like again, okay. I'd say it's like think of think of an Uchikoshi game. Think of like Nine 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 or VLR. Like it's yeah. right, right, right. It's, okay. There are actiony bits, but it is more kind of VN esque of like yes, gotta solve the mystery. And it has, like right. it has this very like episodic sort of structure where like you yeah. know we're going into this simulation this time yeah like this guy got a good, a good gimmick of like the detective like the guy they send into the idwell is like i guess like a former detective but also like a convict right like, they lock him up in the same place as they lock up all their serial killers right right which kind of like, like brings up the question of what is his deal what, right what was his crime and like Every time he jumps into an idwell, his memory resets. Like, he doesn't take any memory from before he jumps into the idwell. So, like, again, like, like it, this would be a really good Uchikoshi game, right? Like, like <laughs> right. think about, like, how, like, your memory resets with every timeline. Like, that's kind of what they're doing here. And, mm-hmm. like, every time he jumps in, he sees this girl, the, the corpse of this girl who has been killed in various ways that is, like... I don't know, like, I, they haven't revealed yet is some kind of latent part of, like, it, he brings that part of his subconscious with him into the idwell, but she always, like, kind of gives right. him a hint to, like, how to solve the crime, and, like, he's trying to, like, he's, he's hunting down these serial killers yeah. because, like, one of the serial killers, like, because all these serial killers were, like, trained and inspired by a man named Johnny Walker. Yes, I know. It's <laughs> yeah. absurd. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that's a real thing. That Johnny Walker? Yes, apparently. He's literally, dressed like it, him. It, it, looks like, it looks like a man with a beard, a top hat, and a cane. I'm not even joking. <laughs> and, and, like, one of these serial killers who was ra- trained by Johnny Walker killed his daughter. And it's, like, I don't... So little, what's the downside? There's a lot of mystery. <laughs> it's a little disjointed. Uh, yeah, by, you know, it's, like, it's, I like it a lot. I, I know, like it. it. I do like it, but it is kind of all over the place. Yeah, yeah, like it moves fast and it's like complex enough that it's kind of difficult to keep up. Yeah, um, it, it can be a little difficult. Yeah, it was definitely a good idea for them to do the, the double episode for the first yeah. one. It's also just kind of gruesome. There's a lot of murder and oh, that's true. Uh, we'll have time gore. for that on the next show, but yeah, <laughs> um, 
I actually is, really liked the the villain for the second episode. Like, if, if you're okay with me just spoiling the, it. The drill guy or the, the sniper? No, 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 the, 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 the fireworks guy. Oh, oh yes, right, yes. right. Yeah, like, 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 he's basically, like, he's criticizing insta-culture via his murder. <laughs> like, he, he, so it, it turns out he's a photographer and he takes photos of the people rubbernecking at his explosions. And I, mean, I thought yeah, that, that was a really interesting concept. It is, yeah, it's a neat gimmick. I mean, that's a thing. I think, the thing I think they're doing pretty well so far is, again, you're not going into this expecting like, oh, this is like a real serious drama. I mean, it, it is serious. It, it takes itself seriously, but it is, it, it is kind of goofy in that way anime dramas are. You know, like, look, they jump into a thing called the Idwell. That yeah. is created by collecting cognition particles at the scene of a crime. It's, it's right, uh, right. It's it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous, but I do like it. I, I treating it as the kind of B tier like fiction it is. I am enjoying it. I just think that the video game version would probably be better. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Uh, but also, the ED is a fucking banger. Like, <laughs> holy mm-hmm. shit, the ED is so good. It's uh. It's performed by Miyavi, and if that name doesn't ring a bell, that is also the guy who did the uh, the fucking ridiculous Kokoku opening. If you remember that one, mm-hmm. uh, the 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 time freeze anime from a few, uh, what was it like a year ago, maybe more at this point. But uh, okay. sure, yeah, so that dude certainly <laughs> has, uh, a has a vibe, and he goes for it in this ED. I it, really dig it. Is this some? Um... Is this actually based on anything, or it's is an it original. original? It's an original, I think, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay. And it is being handled by, fuck, what's his name? Aoki. Uh, yeah. Who, who directed yeah. Fate oh. Zero and some other shows that don't need to be mentioned. We don't talk <laughs> about. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was that one? Uh, well, that's not not mentioning it. I'm not going to say the name. <laughs> um, okay, so are you guys going to keep up with yeah, it? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm still enjoying it. All right. So maybe we'll check back in on that in the future. Um, and as I said, speaking of back graphic week. violence, oh, yes. all right, That's time it. for the Netflix seasonal. Has this G- yeah, so the, yes, the the G recommends a bizarre violent manga <laughs> adaptation by Netflix. <laughs> That is being held held prisoner, prisoner by, by Netflix. Netflix is a very specific <laughs> genre. Also, that we seem to be getting and it's also season. CG. That's uh, yeah, true. Uh, <laughs> Ah, Netflix, so, uh, why you gotta do me dirty like this? Let's talk about uh, Doro Hidoro. Is that how you're yes. supposed to say it? Doro Hidoro. Not to be confused with Doro. Gee, tell me what the hell I just watched. <laughs> oh, baby. Doro Hidoro. Doro Hidoro is... See, I didn't get to do the spiel because we didn't get to do our... Uh, our uh, What's it? Our seasonal preview uh, <laughs> podcast. So I have to do it here now. But, uh, yeah, Doro Hidoro is... Um, it is a seinen manga that was uh, illustrated and written by Q Hayashida. Uh, it is. It basically takes place in this kind of urban fantasy world in which uh, humans live in this awful, dank shithole of a city called Hole. Ah, Los Angeles. <laughs> yes, yes, or as some call it, L.A. But uh, <laughs> they uh, share it with. Uh, sorcerers, magic users, wizards, whatever you want to call them. Uh, different translations have different interpretations of the word. But basically, uh, there are wizards in this world, and they are tremendous assholes. 
they use their magic power as a they they believe their magic power gives them carte blanche to just experiment on humans with their magic. And uh, the story is about a pair of uh, denizens of whole. Uh, one is Nakaido, a uh, a meaty young woman who runs a gyoza <laughs> shop Jesus. in Whole, uh, who is good with a skateboard and kung fu, and uh, her As best friend uh, Kaimon, a uh, a man with no past and no memory, but what he does have is a lizard's head uh, grafted to his body, with no memory of how he got a lizard head instead of a human head but also he knows that there's a man that lives inside of his mouth <laughs> and that when he eats wizards the man in his mouth comes out and uh checks to see if this is the wizard that did this to him and thus begins the adventures of kaiman and nikaido to got it solve so, the mystery so of it Kaimon's is supposed to be kaiman a caiman like the animal well, it's a weird thing because it is Cayman like the animal, but in the anime they pronounce it Kaimon. Like, uh, okay. Like, you hear them verbally say it out loud, it's Kaimon. So it's, yeah, that's it's true. A... And I could get into some. I'm not going to spoil anything here, but I'll just say that it... maybe it is Kaimon, maybe it is Cayman. Who can say? But, uh... but yeah, it's. Uh... Dorodoro is one of those manga that was always kind of on my list of, like,. Oh, this is never getting an anime adaptation because the art style is very, it's very grungy. It's very like, like Q Hayashida specifically created Dorohidoro as like a tribute to like the 90s manga that she grew up with. So like it very much kind of has that kind of 90s vibe of like very sketchy lines and very like a real grungy vibe to it. And you know, I will say like... Another show with really pretty backgrounds. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> for, for... It does have a mood, that's for sure. Yeah, they really nail... I would say, if there's anything the Dorohidoro anime does super well, they completely... They totally nail the vibe of Dorohidoro. Like, music, uh, uh, backgrounds, the art direction, like, the, the voice casting, all of it, super well done. They, they, they totally nailed it. Like, I love the OP and the ED of this anime. Like, both of them just, like totally nail the kind of like nightmarish punk shit post vibe of of Doro Hidoro. Uh the yeah, the like, caveat is oh sorry, go ahead Marlon. It's just for some reason I couldn't stop thinking of Let It Die. <laughs> Watch, yeah. Which which yeah. I guess maybe it was inspired by Doro Hedero, but like it I actually really dig for some reason this really grotesque style of both of them where you know it's really for some reason mushroom focused and it's got this really good urban decay style and I'm not yeah. quite sure what it is about it but it is it's, it's really striking it's a cool vibe it's there's not a lot yeah. of manga or anime out there that look like Dorohidoro or feel like it and you're right it kind of does have a Suda 51 sort of vibe to it um and I definitely do see that. I would say the one caveat with this show is that it seems like all the primary characters are being animated in CG. It's it's not the worst CG I've ever seen. Um, it's it, it's it's a thing of like maybe B stars got away with it because they're animal people, and so like it doesn't it's not as jarring. But with Doro Hidoro, it's. I think in some shots it looks fine. I'd say in some shots it even looks pretty good. 
but yeah, it was kind of hit and miss. A yeah, little bit of the problem is just like Kaimon is a little bit too much like flapping up and down. I feel like yeah, even in B stars, they were actually able to make is... the mouth kind of look <laughs> like it was moving normally. Yeah, that's definitely one issue. Like his mouth flapping is very noticeable. Whatever, y'all just need to watch more Toku. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, just treat him more like a puppet or exactly. something. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, otherwise, uh, you know, Doro is one of those manga I never thought would get an anime, so I never really knew what expectations to have. But I'm I'm into I'm into their take on it so far. I I'd like to see where it continues to go. It's a uh, Doro is not quite B stars level of like. There's a ridiculous, insane thing happening every single episode, but in a weird way, it is something of a of a of a weird, disparate sibling in the sense of Dor Hidoro could be described as like it's a seinen, it's action, it's also a black comedy, it's kind of a cooking manga. It's huh. It's a lot. Yeah, there was of a lot of cooking, a lot more cooking than yeah, I was expecting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Say it's, that. It's, <laughs> The thing that instantly told me that the people working on this anime knew what they were doing is when the OP is just 90 seconds of one of the main characters making gyoza. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, these people definitely understand Doro Hidoro. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I guess... Does, does it go anywhere? <laughs> this is my question. Oh yeah, it does, it does. Like, they, okay. they're kind of, you know, it's the first episode, they're kind of beginning... You know, like many... I feel like many manga of its specific build and type kind of start off episodic. You know, they're introducing all the main characters. Like, you know, this week we got, you know, Kaiman and Kaido. You know, they begin to introduce uh, the wizards, you know, Fujita, the, the kind of the lame loser from the beginning of the episode, and uh, N, the mushroom wizard, uh, who is maybe one of the best fucking villains in a manga I have ever, I have ever read. That dude is... Oh, that dude's got some great moments coming up. Um, you know, introducing uh, the two uh, the two hotline Miami motherfuckers at the end of the first episode. <laughs> uh, also have a very large role to play in the story. You know, they're, they're introducing okay. the characters right now, but they will uh-huh. move towards a kind of main overarching plot um, in time. Okay. Yeah, I guess, I guess for me personally, I don't particularly enjoy, like, graphic violence. <laughs> and like not that it bothers me but like when i see a dude get sliced up into pieces and explode <laughs> into blood um i'm not like oh cool i'm like yeah that's kind of gross for um, me, I, I for me like said. the real extreme thing really was like having finger. the one girl have her fingers cut off and then she still just runs away like right like stuff like like i guess it, like it like i said it's not like i like morally object or i'm bothered by it it's just like i don't i don't like think oh that's so cool right i see that kind of stuff i don't necessarily think it's meant to be oh that's so cool as much as like like you know maybe you can back me up here but like the music that play like it's when they go to the hospital and they see all the people that have been like (laughs) transformed by the bug magic and it's playing this like goofy honky-tonk like yeah this goofy honky-tonk music i think it does a great job of communicating like the vibe of doro hidoro like like, that's a scene you could totally play self-seriously of, like, oh, man, like, there's some fucked-up wizard going around turning people into cockroaches. But, like, the music helps, like, set the scene of, like, no, like, it's meant to be a black comedy. This is meant to be goofy. Like, 
the fact that these people are literally talking shit about this wizard because they're like, these transformations are half-finished. This guy's not even that good at this. Like, is mm. kind of, you know, like, the the vibe of, like, even at the very end of the episode where, you know, uh, Kaimon rips the face off that girl. Like... Oh, right, yeah, that <laughs> happened too. I totally forgot about that. It's gruesome, but it's also meant to be kind of comical. Like, the absurdity of it, like... Like, Kaimon, like, flapping his gums while a human's face is, like, stuck between his teeth like a piece of food. Right. Like, it is grotesque. It is grotesque. I'm not gonna deny that, but you know, that's kind of what I mean when I say it's kind of more of a a dark comedy than necessarily, you know, a self-serious, like, you know, a Berserk or Vinland Saga-style seinen. Mm-hmm. Right. I guess I just... If there's a if there's a, a goal here or a purpose for all this, then I could you know maybe get into it. But you know if it's just like you know pulp action, blood exploding everywhere type of stuff, if that's the direction we're going, then I'm like, eh, I don't know. But I can definitely see the appeal though, like the the setting and the every the whole vibe, the whole mood of it is is very cool. Yeah, it's it's um, and, and not something that we see very often in right. anime these days. So, um, right, yeah, you know, I, I definitely, I definitely, I definitely see the appeal on it for sure. I'll probably check out more of it. And you know, one I more mean, thanks, you know. one more thanks, Netflix on that one. <laughs> yes, yes, thanks Netflix. <sighs> thanks, like barely existent anime subbing community for uh-huh. yeah, they they've still come back. To do each of these shows, it's true. Yeah, hypothetically, we've <laughs> hypothetically. never actually watched the show. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I I heard at least. Yes, <laughs> that's I, what I've been. Told. I heard the backgrounds were very well drawn in Dor- Hidoro. <laughs> I heard I heard it on the internet. Yes, right. Um, uh, my uncle works at Japan. <laughs> my, my uncle works in japan, uh, japan uh, sure. he works at the anime place yes he works at the anime factory the anime factory oh, oh, <laughs> uh, oh boy all right did anyone else well, watch these next two shows or is it just me nope actually no i did not oh, okay but, um i was going to watch smile down the runway and i ran out of time okay but if you want to fill us uh, in, Spile on the runway the... was surprisingly okay. It's a like about? it's a uh, like shonen about following your dreams and never giving up. But the dreams in question are fashion design and being a runway model. Both? Oh, there's two main characters. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. I was say, damn, this person is uh, see, but her... multidisciplinary. <laughs> see, but she wants the main character. The main girl wants to be a runway model like super bad, and she's the child of two like major figures in the fashion industry but she's too uh, short to be a model oh no that sounds like a classic uh shonen uh uh-huh. roadblock you have and to then overcome the boy, it's not like uh, she couldn't use the rest bro. of her like nepotism based <laughs> connections in the industry to make it into a prominent position regardless uh-huh. totally and the boy is like wants to be a fashion designer but he has to take care of his sisters so he Etc. Oh, I thought you were going to go something more realistic, like, or more uh, ridiculous, like, he's blind, but he doesn't have hands. <laughs> no, but, uh. But he wants to be a fashion designer. Yeah, so he designs the clothes for her, and she models, models them, I guess, is the idea. 
Um, but okay. if over the first like two episodes at least, they kind of get into like how fucking cutthroat the industry is, just based on that that sort of stuff. Like she gets basically turned away from every possible agency because she's too short. Yeah, and, I mean that's that's pretty realistic. Yeah. I it, it, this is a weird is the weird connection I have here, but I I am friends with a fashion photo- photographer and they uh-huh. often tell me about how modeling is uh is uh, is yeah it's pretty cutthroat and it's also uh you know it's 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 one of those industries where uh it is kind of a winner take all situation mm-hmm. or like and, uh, the, uh, the dude signs up like they can't hire him they can't hire him to design for the agency because he's in high school but uh we can sure give you this unpaid internship <laughs> at this apartment where you're going to be working your ass off until you're puking uh, to work on clothes. Because you really want to be a fashion designer, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, if it's your passion, then it's not really work, you know? Like, <laughs> you, you should be happy to work on it. Oh, man, that's a little uh, that's a little too real. Um, yeah, but, uh, but I mean, yeah. two episodes in, it's like, it's fine, uh, you know? <laughs> So I'm I'm looking up the the it is actually a shonen yes. manga. Oh, oh really? <laughs> yeah, it's not like we're not making comparisons. Like straight uh, up published in a shonen magazine and everything, huh? Interesting. Yes. Um so maybe this is a welcome to the ballroom situation right. where you can I was turn. kind of reminded right. of Welcome to the Ballroom, although that show is was like tonally a lot more consistent with what you'd think of as a shonen. Um this Smiles on the Runway is a lot uh, sparklier, let's say. Yeah, I was going to say the the look of it. It looks like a shoujo. Yeah, and tone tonally, the, the, the it's, tonally it's kind of in the middle. Whereas, um, well, to the ballroom is definitely shown in. I would say. Hmm. Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. I'm always glad to see. Like, I I hate things getting stuck on rails for shoujo or shonen, where right. like you can just predict exactly what they're gonna do uh <laughs> every single time um or like that like they like they have to fit in that exact you know demographic formula right, or whatever. Right. so i'm always i'm always for things uh crossing boundaries uh if that's the case here i don't know but um like i said i was actually going to try and watch it and i just ran out of time right I mean, do you think it? Do you think you're gonna keep watching it? Um, maybe or a it couple just... more. I don't see myself sticking with it like long term. Like I'm not. I'm not going to go too bad for it, you know. But uh, give it the three episodes. Right. It's fine. Sure. It's a decent enough show about fashion design and modeling. Does the show have? <laughs> I mean, I can imagine too if you're right. interested in that yeah, topic. And yeah, I, yeah, I'm not particularly interested in either of those topics. I mean, I can always get sold on a thing I'm not that familiar with. I mean, I love Welcome to the Ballroom, sure. and I don't dance. I can tell you that for sure. <laughs> uh-huh. But, uh, uh-huh. I can get I can get sold on an interesting crevice if it, if it's done well. Uh, the question I was going to ask is. Uh-huh. I don't know. Does this count as an anime this season? Did it have either really pretty backgrounds or a really banger OP or ED? If it didn't have either uh-huh. of those, I don't think it counts as an anime this season. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, fair. The, this next show has a pretty decent uh, ED. It's got dancing okay. in the ED. Yeah. I actually, uh, for some reason, forgot the title of this one, but I watched this one too. Oh, okay. Because the, the Japanese title is like... It's one of those things where the, the English title is not really that related to the Japanese title. 
Oh yeah, right. Uh, Although it is a nice yes, English title. Yes. The next, uh, and it, it's in it's in the logo for the anyway. The next show we're talking about is Inspector. <laughs> Uh, that is in slash specter like a ghost as a pun <laughs> for inspector yeah, yeah. like yes i like the show a, i don't know does yeah. it have a ghost inspector um, so it's... the main character of the show is a girl who uh when she was young was abducted by yokai and uh mm-hmm. they asked her basically we are too stupid to solve our problems <laughs> because we're ghosts <laughs> Uh, <laughs> ah yes, ghosts. Infamously please, please, please become our spirit detective. Oh uh, man, I thought she was going to become a ghost. And detective. so they eat her eye and leg, and oh, in, um, like in ex- for equivalent exchange to give her like the ability to see and speak with ghosts. And uh, huh, interesting. As a teen, she is like a, the mediator slash detective slash inspector. For a uh, yokai, sure, okay, and hangs out with this dude who. Um... Yeah, I was gonna say she's also. Uh, <laughs> Go she ahead. has the hots for this guy that she just met in the hospital. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh huh. For, for some reason, she is super hot for this other dude who, uh, I guess, has a dark and mysterious past where he ate of uh, mermaid flesh and is thus immortal. Ah. And so See, I thought you were going to say be- I was going to say is the twist here is this going to be some sixth sense shit where actually he's been dead the whole time. <laughs> so all the no, all, all her like- yokai friends are like terrified slash disgusted slash hate him because he consumed yokai flesh. But right. didn't they eat her? Yeah, that's not fair. Yokai are hypocrites. If there's anything you should take from mythology it's that it's that demons and yokai and the like and, and demigods and sprites and nymphs, all of them, infamous hypocrites. No, <laughs> yeah, no I consistent mean, standards. You, you watch Noragami. I mean, <laughs> oh that, yeah, that's true. Um, so what? So is this like? Uh, is it an actual mystery show? Yeah, or it is seems it more... like it. Uh, well, I watched the second episode this morning, and they like start off. Where the dude is basically like, this seems like kind of a shitty trade for you because it's not like you have any supernatural powers or anything. Like, you can't fly, you don't have super strength, you can't exercise anything, you can't throw lasers, you just can talk <laughs> to Yokai. Oh, that's so that's all she got out of the deal, right? Basically. So, she can it's talk to them. really more of a mystery slash like detective show uh, sure. than a supernatural action show. Right. Okay. But I mean, is it like serious or is it more of like a? It's a little serious. It's I would. Not not serious. <laughs> yeah. It's not a comedy. Okay. There there are lighthearted parts. Yeah. Mo- mostly when she's trying to hit on him. But. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's based on a like novel series, uh, and so like not a light novel, but like like real like, novels. Quote, real novels. I'm not sure oh, what okay. the real distinction is. I'm not sure what the distinction is <laughs> in over there. Is the is the title less than uh, ten words? It that's is. the distinction. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's how you know if it's a real novel. God. Um. <laughs> so I think the the like dialogue to me is slightly less egregious than what we think of as anime dialogue. Man, right. I'm looking at these pictures. She doesn't even have an eye patch. The no, she has a glass she's, eye. She's got a yeah. glass eye. Yeah. I've been, I've been, I've been sold a false bill of goods. Uh-huh. I thought I was, about to, oh man, who, 
I, I, I got a good look. She's got I gotta prosthetic look leg. Bad, I got to look up what this badass bitch looks like with an eye patch and a peg leg. No, she just looks they, like a normal anime girl. The yeah, they also seem to like imply she hasn't grown up since the incident. Man. So she's also like fifteen years old, or this she is... looks fifteen. Something like that. I don't know. Uh, she seems pretty grown in some of these pictures, but uh, you uh, may be looking uh, at a different character. You may be looking at pictures of the villain character because <laughs> she's yeah. like a tiny anime girl. Yeah, I'm looking at this okay. girl right now, and man, not even an eye patch. Come on. All right, what, right. What a glass eye. It's in anime. <laughs> in anime terms, having a glass eye might as well just mean you have a real eye. Like fair, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Like, um, at least, like, it should glow or do something cool. Man, what... what hey, maybe a, we'll in the future. We'll, we'll, we'll let you know, okay? <laughs> what a... What a yeah, swindle. It seems to just be, so far, like, a... The, like, meta plot... I assume there's a meta plot. has not started yet. And so, at least uh, as of episode two, it seems to be... We're going to go and solve this week's supernatural mystery. At, like, request of the yokai of that area and figure out how that ties in with the supernatural stuff, etc. Um, although I've seen a lot of pictures of this, like, frilly-dressed, faceless woman holding a steel girder, who I assume to be the villain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I know, because uh, I think Aqua is a fan of the manga, right? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. I, and unfortunately, we couldn't have him on today but uh y- you know we d- we have some uh we have some line of recommendation from the glorio crew <laughs> couldn't they on, like giving her it, like a yeah. a robot leg or something at the very least Whatever. come on <laughs> no, she, not she everything just, has to be a robot she just has a normal prosthetic <laughs> so lame i'm so disappointed <laughs> it's anime isn't the whole point of anime like, like you have you have a literal reason to give her heterochromia? You have an actual excuse, and not just the usual anime dumbass excuse. And don't uh, even take it. All right. She just she just wants to be treated normally. I actually don't even should know have, if that's should true. have at least been know. rocking the eye patch. I'm not saying you gotta have a robot leg. It doesn't have to be that kind of setting. But an eye patch, come on. That's so much to ask for in 2020. Oh. Is a girl with an eye patch. Well, let me tell you about the eye patch. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to say, man. Yeah. All right. Well, I think um, that's everything. Unless you want me to talk about Pokemon again, we no, got some time left. Lef- time left. If you want to talk about Pokemon? <laughs> no, I'm good. Well, Pokemon Monsters uh, uh, 2019, uh, you know, started. Uh, it's the new reboot uh-huh. where they travel from region to region. Yeah. Mr. Mime knows Kung Fu. Yep. We we did cover that. I was gonna last say, though. I thought we talked about this last time. We did, time. damn. We okay. did we literally did. You were, <laughs> yeah. you're literally we, just retreading. Uh Riders Zero One still going. They introduced the uh, introduced Thouser, the other CEO who was also Common Rider. The rival CEO who was a common. I don't writer. know how I feel. I don't know how I feel about a kids' show glorifying CEOs as heroes. <laughs> I, I I think this sends a bad message to kids. About, I would agree. Uh, the, the capitalist machine that we all toil under. <laughs> I mean, does uh, you know? 
does is common common writer part of the problem is he just upholding the system <laughs> exactly he might be. is he just is he just common protecting- writer's a cop i mean common right. writer <laughs> has literally been a cop before <laughs> yeah but like that's right you know it's one th- it's one thing to like be a cop because like you because get a cool a motorcycle and it's another thing to like well. defend the status quo man like there, there is no ethical consumption in Common Rider. Yeah, uh, like, <laughs> well, <laughs> look, I'm just saying, no, no human needs to make that much money. Like, uh-huh. no human being needs to be as rich as, as Jeff Bezos. Like, like, can you imagine I, the nightmare scenario? Like losing the plot. <laughs> can you imagine the nightmare uh, scenario in which Jeff Bezos gained access to the Common Rider armor? Or, or, or suit that that actually powers. would be pretty awful. Like that, that, that Elon Musk the, invents the, a common rider driver, right? Like the, yeah, the suffering, on one right now, honestly. the untold suffering that would occur if people uh, who were not only obscenely rich right. were also akin to gods that walked amongst Jell, us. Well, we have ten minutes left. You took Railgun off of the list. What do you? What, I don't have anything to say about Railgun. Thanks. Neither do I. <laughs> Gee, what do you have to say about Railgun? <laughs> Well, what Let's I can only- tell you is that if you want to read our first look posts or check out some of our other content, you can check us out at theglorioblog.com. You can follow yes. us on Twitter <laughs> at theglorioblog. You can listen to our sister podcast, Glorio's King of the Kaiju, as well as uh, some of our other podcasts that have finished up recently, like Legend of the Glorio Heroes, where Iro and I discuss the legendary 1988 science fiction OVA. Uh, All right, we're we also on. That. Podbean, Spotify, Google Play. Uh-huh. Uh, you can watch Legend of the Galactic Heroes on <laughs> Diamond VRV. Uh, this is why I feel this is, you're hearing us running out of steam live on tape, folks. <laughs> <laughs> and you aren't the guys up till twelve thirty. Uh, no, no. Th- th- gee, I, I realize you have not had an opportunity to do the housekeeping in a while, so thank you for. Uh... I gotta, taking, I gotta, taking around here. I gotta, I gotta stretch that muscle or else I'll forget how. <laughs> yeah, so, um... Yeah, I guess that does it then. <laughs> Not a whole lot more to say. Uh, and we'll, uh... We'll see which of these shows we end up uh, keeping up with, and uh, we'll we'll touch base on them later for sure. So, um... Uh-huh. G- G's already done the housekeeping, so that's it. See you Thanks, later. Thanks, guys. Later. Thanks, see you later. later. <laughs>